right around the time when I started the emotions diary, right? Where I started writing down my feelings, yep. where for the first two or three weeks, I did not know what my feelings were most of the time. I think around that time, I had read in a psychology book that being able to name your feelings can drastically reduce the impact of ne negative feelings. Yeah. So I remember reading that and it did make an impression on me. I thought, ooh, I wonder if I can try this and see if it works. But then first I had to jump through the hoops of trying to even understand what I'm feeling, right? To name it, you have to be able to feel it. And right. for a long time, last year, I was just looking dumbfounded into the abyss and going, I don't know. I don't know what I'm feeling right now. I'm not exactly sure. But this like tagging or naming exercise, I think is, it's the simple things in life that can be incredibly powerful. And I think this is insanely powerful, right? I want to bring up two situations where this has helped to change things and why I thought about this again today. One, my youngest son, Leo, is kind of the more sensitive of my two children. And he has an incredibly big heart and he's very empathetic and he's very considerate and he's just feeling what everybody's feeling and paying attention to the mood in the room and is affected by and concerned about everybody else's well-being and kind of emotional state. And one thing that, that Leo does that is challenging at times is that when he feels hurt, right? When he feels some negative emotion, you can tell that, is in, that it is incredibly overwhelming for him. And as a response, he shuts down completely, right? So oftentimes he can't hold it back. He, he hasn't become trained enough because he's not an adult to suppress it in a way where he just goes cold and you wouldn't really notice. He cries, like his eyes tear up and his face is visibly upset, but he doesn't speak anymore. And then when you try to approach him, when we used to try to approach him and go, Leo, what is going on? Why are you upset? Tell us, what do you have? He would just shake his little head. He has, as you know, yeah, humongous, yeah, <laughs> humongous eyes, right? And so think about mm -hmm. like a little cute face and these ginormous eyes full of tears. And he's just shaking his little head. Mm -hmm. Like he's just like, I, mm -hmm. I can't. And I think it's like, I'm breaking your heart <laughs> through my sadness. <laughs> but I, I, there's nothing you can do because I am yeah. not here anymore. Like I'm not capable of talking. And I think at first, when, the, the, when, this first, when this pattern first started showing itself, I think his mom and I did what most parents do when they encounter a new problem. We just, you know, acted in some type of desperation, right? So you're just like pleading you're just giving uh, fucking speeches right it's like leo you have to talk it's important to talk say it come on please and then you're begging please leo please just say it. just open up and then you get angry leo da, 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 da. you you have to learn da, da, da. and whatever the fuck all the kind of stages of unsuccessful parenting like i think we went through all of them for a little while and then i think i instead of responding to my fear and i saw this even stronger with my ex-wife with his mom she's very similar to, to him when it comes to you know some of her personality traits and i think for her even more than for me 
her fear that her son would grow up with some of the challenges of how to deal with overwhelming hurt would trigger an anger in her, right? Like, I can't let this happen. He has to basically, he can't have this weakness or this burden the same way that I have, right? I need to like yeah. make sure this doesn't happen. For yeah. me, I was a bit more removed. So I was able to look at it and at some point, I think more clearly consider that he's just so tiny and these feelings are just so humongous that he's so overwhelmed that it's not reasonable to try to tell him that he just has to like open his mouth and explain to us exactly what's going on, right? So, and now he also has the added challenge of contrast because his older brother is very communicative and, you know, he learned through us and with us to be emotionally a lot more aware than somebody typically at his age. So he knows exactly how to express what upsets him and how the feeling exactly feels and why and everything, right? So there's also that kind of big contrast between the two brothers. But I could just tell that there, there's no sense in giving him a lecture or pressuring him. None of this will make any difference. So I was wondering and pondering how to help him, right? How to do some baby steps in helping him get out of that bunker that he's in when things get just too threatening and too overwhelming in a way that's safe for him. And then this happened. So a, a number of times when I would, you know, be upset with my boys, like I have a loud voice, as most people know who know me. And when I get passionate, I get even louder. And so with my boys, sometimes when I would get upset late at night, dinner, they're doing something, you know, that, that was upsetting or something, I would scold them. I would tell them, hey, stop doing this, da-da-da, something. And I would get louder. And it happened like once or twice where Leo got very upset and at the end started crying. And then I was like, oh, my God. You know, in one moment, he's doing this wrong thing. And not just because I got a little louder, he's now sitting there and crying. He's not talking to me anymore. Right? <laughs> like, ah, oh, this is so frustrating, you know. Uh, and then at one point the next morning at breakfast, I sat down with both my boys and I was like, all right, are we feeling good? They're like, yeah, we're feeling good. I'm like, cool. I have a problem and I need your help to find a solution for that problem. They're like, what? You have a problem? Okay, and we can help. I'm like, you're the only ones that can help. Listen, last night we had dinner. You guys, you know, threw some spaghetti around. I got mad. Leo, you started crying. I felt really bad. You felt really bad. It took us forever to start talking again. That really upset me. I don't want to make you feel this upset. So to, this morning, let's brainstorm how, how to do this better. I'm like, what upset you? Was it what I said? He's like, no. Like, was it how I said it? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what was it about how I said it? He's like, you were too loud. And this is actually, <laughs> this is a, a, a thing that I lived with his mother, right? That I, like, his mother and I, when we would argue, 
would always get to a point where I felt super attacked by her. And then I would get a little louder in my defense and she would shut down or start crying and be like, why are you screaming at me? And then I would feel even more angry. I'm like, I'm not even screaming, you know, <laughs> you know, and how am I now the perpetrator? Like, how am I now the bad guy? You started uh -huh. like attacking me. I got loud in my defense and now you're crying. Like this seems like I, I would get super frustrated. I'm like, deja vu, right? This being loud, mm -hmm. there's a problem here, right? I'm creating an issue and, and, and I need a better solution. So I told him, okay, so when I get louder, that upsets you. Do you can you tell why? And he was like, no. I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter why. Something about it is upsetting. Maybe it's because it's threatening. I don't know what it is, but I don't want you to feel this way. But I also need help. Daddy's a loud mouth. I like to scream. I like to be loud. When I get angry, upset, I get even louder. So I'm not even aware that I'm, you know, that I'm speaking too loud for you. We need a safe word. Like, can we come up with some kind of word where you could just say that word and then I would know that I'm getting too loud and I can readjust. That way, at least you give me a chance to improve so I don't upset you that much. And during that time, my kids were crazy about cars and they would like take pictures of Porsches and Ferraris and one of the cars they thought was really interesting at the time was Tesla's. So Leo considered like one or two car names. And then his brother was like, how about Tesla, Leo? Why don't you just say Tesla? That's a simple word. That's like easy to say. And Leo was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to say Tesla. And then we had a couple of situations afterwards where, you know, I was getting louder, you know, with like four different situations. One time I got louder and Leo actually said Tesla before he got upset and I was like super impressed and we all high-fived and I adjusted my voice and it was like great success, right? That was kind of the picture perfect yeah. Yeah. application. Yeah. 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 Then we had one time <laughs> where I got louder and at some point Leo goes, Tesla, and he starts crying. And then his yeah. brother you know, we both his brother and I stop at first shocked and then look at him. And then his brother looks at him and go starts laughing, going, oh, Tesla. And, and then both <laughs> of them started laughing. And then I started laughing. <laughs> and we were both, you know, we were mm -hmm. both humored by the timing. It was just a little bit mm -hmm. too late. You know, he said it, but he said it already in a crying <laughs> voice. And then there were one or two uh, times where one time for sure where. I got a little louder and then his brother looked at Leo and said, Leo, Tesla. And Leo was like, no, I'm good. And he's like, okay, continue dad. I'm like, what is, you know, what is this? Okay. Well, I'm glad we, I'm glad you guys checked in on each other really quickly. Hey, should we say Tesla? I don't think so. It's not that bad. Okay. Keep going. You know, <laughs> like keep scolding yeah. them about something they That's did. Dope. And then, uh, you know, the, 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 this happened kind of over a period of maybe three or four months. And so, we haven't had that case in the last six months or something, right? I'm sure it might happen again, but it was just a nice little transformation. It was a nice also first step, hopefully, that is at least my hope, for Leo to learn to speak in moments where it's so difficult for him to also help the people around him understand him better or prevent them to upset him or at least be able to like say something which brings him out of this like dark cave that he's burying himself into and we all have been there we've all i think in one way or another there have been times where we've been so upset i've been so upset where 
I'm just burying myself in such emotion that I just can't interact with the world anymore in that moment, right? But it was just good to find like one consistent example for something that would upset him and then find a word that he could share instead of having him explain himself in detail, right? And it was even funny to see kind of those interactions of, you know, saying it a bit too late while crying and then laughing about it or, you know, having his brother bring it up and go, should we say mm -hmm. the word? And he's like, no, it's cool. And at the, a similar situation, it, it was not, Tesla was not the word and it was not about me being too loud, but there was a situation with a friend of mine that also, that had told me that he is sometimes just not able to communicate his emotions and then a while later, we had a difficult conversation. I had some critical things that I shared and he got very quiet. And I was like, hey, what's going on? Your mood has changed. Can you talk to me? And he wasn't talking. And I had told him the whole story with the, if you can name the feeling with a word, you know, psychologically it helps. And then I said, okay, if you can't tell me, can you just give me a word? Give me just one word right now of how you feel. So I, I, I'm not on the outside, I know. And he gave me a word and then instantly I was like, oh, because it surprised me. And my reaction of going, oh, and him being able to just say the word then made him explain a little further. And then we started talking and then it was all good. Later told me how that was an incredibly powerful moment for me. And he said, you know, I, it seems so dumb it seems so simple that in a moment where I got upset, I was able to say a word and that led to that good of a conversation where in the past I wouldn't have. It feels almost, it just feels, it doesn't feel, it made me feel a little bit like, like it, thinking about it made me feel like a child of sorts, right? It is not that sophisticated, such a simple thing, but it was super powerful and super helpful. And so I had at least these two situations where you know i started playing with this idea of tagging your feelings and maybe sometimes this is helpful or it can be incredibly helpful with the outside world but also within yourself with your own relationship which is what brings me to today where this morning i did have a period where i could not quite tell how I was feeling and what I was feeling. And it was a little bit, I felt a bit in a haze. And then I sat down and I thought, well, just write a word. Like what describes your emotion right now? And I just couldn't. And then I said, just write something that's wrong. And I wrote a bunch of things, you know, it started with like confusing, tired, a bit blue. And then eventually I got to something that, seem closer to the truth, but also just that little exercise of writing these things where the hour before I've been thinking, why am I in this mood? What is my mood? What is going on? Just the trying to analyze and think through in my own head was perpetuating, was increasing the fog that I was walking mm -hmm. in and it was not helpful. But then sitting down and just writing it out and doing mm -hmm. a little bit of a writing exercise like didn't clear all of the fog, but cleared it up enough that I was, that I could sense relief. Right. 
just getting it out of your head and in front of you so you can look at it more clearly also. Yes, that alone created yeah. relief. And then it reminded me of, wow, it is so powerful to name your feelings or to write them or to say something. I've done this also once where I thought I'm really, I think, pissed at something or at myself, but I, in my mind, I can't quite get myself to articulate it because anytime like I'm thinking I have this tension, it's probably because I'm pissed I didn't do X, Y, and Z today. And then when I thought, anytime I thought, well, what's making me so upset about it? My mind would instantly go into like a defense mode. Well, it does like, you're just pissed because you didn't do it, but there's many other days you can do it and it's fine. You know, you're just a human. It's not that big a deal. So I instantly was in that mode. Mm -hmm. And that mode was not making me feel better because I still felt that anger in my gut. And so just pre like pretending that I'm accepting my feelings or pretending that I'm, that I, that I, even just the awareness, I think I'm angry because I didn't do X, Y, Z that yeah. alone didn't help. And then eventually I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, I hit the, the record button on my phone. I didn't know why I felt like I had to record it. Maybe the record, the act of recording makes it seem more permanent. So it's more meaningful in some weird way for, for this release. But I just started recording on the audio app on my phone and thought, let's just give myself the business. Let's go into that anger, pretend that I'm that anger and just give myself a fucking beating, right? Let's just say everything that pisses me off even if i in my mind i can't really get into it you know once i started pretending that i'm screaming at myself i had lots of things to say right and <laughs> i didn't say anything surprising and how even halfway through the exercise i kind of ran out of steam and was already kind of like yeah all this is bullshit but whatever yeah. it's fun but it worked, yeah. you know, the moment I ended like, screaming at uh -huh. my phone about this, I was like, you know, I do feel definitely better. Yeah. I have uh, not learned funny. anything new. Yeah. It's nothing that I wasn't aware yeah. of three minutes ago, but the act of letting it out, and saying it out loud and recording it, I don't know why, but it helps. I feel better. Yeah. I just yeah, feel better funny. about it. I, I've actually done the same thing and had the same experience. That's oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why I thought of recording it. Like maybe, maybe uh -huh. it's the perpetual content creator that I thought maybe one day this will be helpful to listen to, um, uh, or maybe it's just the permanence—the the feeling that I'm saying it to something and capturing it. I don't know, but it, yeah. it did help. For me, for me, it was also the the kind of like ah, I'm just gonna talk free flow and let like things come out of my mouth, right? And then sometimes there's like. <clears throat> a thought in there that's like interesting or new and but if i capture it right i can go back and re-listen and i don't have to try to remember it so i can stay in the flow yeah yeah either way naming your feelings tagging them super useful can be also powerful you know with uh, friends with significant others with colleagues just learning how to express your feelings especially in difficult situations um doing it early, whatever possible. It's such a small, it seems so small, but it's proven uh, incredibly helpful to me.